there. I'm Leanna Hinkle with the Hinkle Homestead. And I'm Lindsay Weiniger with the Weiniger Farms. And we are your hosts on We Chose the Farm. Move on over. Today we are talking about cows. Welcome to episode nine. How much do you know about cows, Leanna? Um, I know that I like to eat cheeseburgers and I um, make cheese. Those are good things. Okay. Slightly off topic <laughs> when we haven't even started a topic. Yeah. Rumor has it farm cheese is pretty good. Oh, gosh. It is so good. Is it? I'm going to bring some next time. I have to make some cheese curds. Do you like okay. cheese curds? I do. I do. <laughs> good. It's cheese. Good. I like anything <laughs> cheese. Yeah. Everybody uh, loves cheese. So today, we well... We're starting into the topic of cows. Cows. And it's cow month. It is cow month. Um and this is in uh this is in the Weiniger wheelhouse. I feel like that should be that should be trademarked the Weiniger wheelhouse. We actually have cows. Oh, um so this will be fun to talk about. I'm excited to learn things that I don't know about cuz my knowledge is very slim. We're thinking about starting off with learning just kind of like the basics of having cattle um, on your farm and then we'll be breaking down uh, the difference between beef and dairy and uh, talking a little bit about each so yeah it'll be a really great um, informative thing for I think people that already have cows I think they'll be able to relate on that knowledge and then I think it's good for anybody who's wanting to maybe add that to their space yep Sweet beans. Okay, so let's just dive right into it. There's so many different names for cows. I literally just called, that's a cow, that's a cow, that's a cow. Yeah. But there's, it's different. What is it? So uh, if if you have um, a female cow who has had a baby, that is a cow. Oh. A, a female that has not had a baby is called a heifer. Okay. A male who is... All parts fully intact yes. is a bull, and a fixed male, or he's gotten certain things chopped off, yeah. that would be a steer. What is the one, what are baby cow names? I mean calf, but it's I mean, calf. it just up until yeah. it's a gender neutral calf. Technically, if you want to get real technical, it's like after a year there, it's called a bovine. Okay. But we always just call them calves. Yeah. And then, like, if you're separating them out, like, to go to a lager or something, you would call them heifers and steers. Because we, we would, besides, because we don't want them to breed. Sure. Because we're, right. we're, sorry, to clarify, we're beef cattle. So if you don't want them to breed, obviously you're going to fix your boy cow, your boy cow. So you're you're going to fix your steers. And so you're going to take them to the locker and classify them into heifers and steers. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's, but there's quite a different, there's different breeds. Just yes. like there is of literally everything else. Yeah. But I think I always traditionally... In my mind, I think that the black and white cows make the milk, mm-hmm. and the black cows make the burgers. That is very typical for the Midwest, yes. The Holsteins are the black and white. They're your, like... The traditional The ones. traditional looking cows. So you can, you obviously you can use any kind of cow for meat, um, but it's just 
they would be it would take longer for them to grow to the size that you would want to butcher them they're gonna have less meat on them meat to bone ratio yes yeah if you ever look at a holstein like a working holstein you notice those super high hip bones oh sure yeah Yeah. like you notice like where the like i don't know what there there's little like indentation right before the hip bone yeah whereas you look at an angus it's just like a big solid block solid block of dude or chick whatever that would be a cow but like they're just they were bred smaller (laughs) sorry they were bred smaller um but to maintain get more muscle mass and you know yeah absolutely just like cornish cross chickens and everything else and pigs and blah blah blah. yep cool so those are your dairies holsteins yeah holsteins angus are beef and holsteins are dairy how much land you would need like at your house for around here yeah so generally, the, the rule of thumb is as long as you got a clean water supply and a good source of protein, you can basically keep anything alive, animal-wise. But around here, you would need like one and a half to two acre pastures if you're doing pasture-raised beef. Because there's difference between grass-fed and grain-fed. Right. I have a feedlot at my house. Sure. I don't have pasture-raised. I have a feedlot raised, which is a grain-fed. Sure. Sure. But you still need, I would say, like, we have, goodness, I want to say we have maybe 10 to 12 cattle on a two-acre feedlot. This could be me. I could have a cow in my backyard. You could. You could. But if you you take it out to, like, Wyoming or something and you're doing pasture raised. Yeah. That's, like, two cows per acre. I know. It's insane. Um, the Because of the grass and because of the non-grass really there's like no green um out there you would have less animals per acre so that's that's why they're so spread out out there especially when you're doing pasture raised but grass fed that is super cool so okay so you have your dairy cows and you have your meat cows um but there's a lot more than just what it goes into for burgers right i mean obviously there's different state cuts duh but (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean um but traditionally like how big is a cow that gets processed so we're talking beef cows now yeah beef cows sorry so oh well if you're wanting veal veal a misconception i don't know if we should save this for later on but you're not killing a a baby baby like you're not killing like a you know, a less than a hundred pound animal. Right. This is like we're talking about uh, like a six to eight month old. You know, it's nine still to ten, nine hundred to a thousand pound animal. It's still huge. Yeah, but um, but it's just depending on their age. So, but you've got what was the question again? Uh, uh, <laughs> wow. It, uh, what like okay? So, what are all the different things that you can make out of? Oh, out yeah, of a yeah. cow. Like, what are all the purposes? The purpose for humans, obviously, is, like, steak, hamburger, yeah. and all that. But there's so many other uses for parts of beef or parts of meat. It, like, in dog food, you, a lot of, like, the first six ingredients on a dog food, this is only because I work at a feed store. The first six ingredients on any food is what you need to know because they are listed in order of... Highest concentrate. Highest concentrate. And it's, like, usually beef... 
beef meal, and then uh, some kind of a grain, like sure. whether it be corn or rice or something. So beef meal is every like ground up bones and organs, as well as beef scrap. Okay, so I and mean, so not that, bad things. Yeah, no, uh-uh, like all good sources of vitamins and nutrition. Um, but so you have to think that that's not any leftover. Then you think about beef hide, which can be turned into leather. Yeah. Or um, raw hide, which can be dried into like, you know, animal treats or chews. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of other things. Leather, uh, wallets, purse, couch. Yeah. <laughs> Rugs. So many things. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess it's just really nice to know that if you're going to go and you're going to have these things processed and go through the whole thing, that there is really no waste. Nope. Yeah. With it. And you, you generally, depending on the butcher you go to, but a lot of times the butchers will be like, what do you want me to save? And I'll save it. Like, you, you'll probably have to clean it or like if you're going to be using it for leather, you're going to have to, you know, process it and do all the stretching and the cleaning and all of that jazz. Right. But, I mean, they're not going to... They don't toss it. Yeah, if you want it, you, you just talk to your butcher. And even, like, even when we have things processed too, we always ask for the bones for, like, our dogs because the raw bones are just fantastic yeah. with all those little meaty bits on them. Yeah, bone marrow. Get them cut, getting those big femurs and stuff cut up with the bone marrow in it is supposed to be really good for them. What's the new trend now is bone broth. Oh, yeah. Which is literally the same thing as like stock yes well it's you just boil the bones yeah. for 12 to 24 hours or yeah. something like that but yeah that's awesome and so it's great and you can do the same thing with the boy dairy cows yeah so this. like you know biology class all over again yeah in order to have this is like a, a milk production. A common misconception about dairy cows is that is, they're on milk all the time. Yeah, they. That's you, not the only way. It's just like a human. The only way that a cow produces milk is if it has a baby to feed. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, there. But if you have a steer, if you have a boy baby, that obviously is not going to be a milk producer. And so many times. It's, the steers are yep. grown and they are hamburger. Yep. Or they get bought. You can buy. Um, or that starts somebody else's breeding project for their farm. Yes. If they're from a good line, then absolutely people for will sure. do that. But um, it's just, I feel like that's just really kind of, it sucks to be a boy on a farm. <laughs> like if you're, if yeah. you're food, you know, yeah. because it just, it is what it is. We get a lot of crap about that for our roosters because everybody wants to like, have bleeding heart for all these animals that don't serve purposes, but their purposes fill our freezer. They like, you know, nourish us. They keep Mm -hmm. us alive. So they are valuable just in different ways. Absolutely. There's uh, (laughs) lots of different, like the common breeds of beef cattle are the Angus, which are like the red Angus would be the all red ones. Like brown. When you say red, you are kind of saying Yeah, it's like brown red. But like a mahogany. Yeah, it's like a fancy Fancy brown. brown. Okay. <laughs> but um, we call them red. Our first, Nathan and my first cow was a red Angus. Her name was Ginger. Was she delicious? She tasted great, yes. Yeah. We ate her. <laughs> uh, but then, so you have but black Angus, red Angus, and then Herefords are the 
I say red again, but it's red with usually they have a white face sure. or like a white on them. And then the Simenthal or Simenthal, I call them, but I, they're not many around here. No. What are the cows that look like Oreos that are like, we used to have some around my grandparents' house and I would always call them the Oreo cows. And obviously, because to a six-year-old, they look just like Oreos and I think they would always like- Belted crack. Galloway. Ooh. Belted nice. Galloway. I'm trying to figure out. They, we have a farm. That, Here? Yeah. Locally, that has them. They're out- Um trying to think it's out they're from scotland i'm reading it now yeah on wikipedia <laughs> but um they're a beef cattle um, okay yep those are oreo cows yep they're uh <laughs> rumor has it though that they're really flighty oh like they like to get out they like to jump yeah lots of jumping <laughs> but at least that's what i've heard from local people <laughs> i don't know if that's true but then you have brahmas Brahmas, if you've ever, you can usually tell a Brahma. They have that big bone on the back of their neck that kind of like sticks Oh, like a hump. Up. Yeah. yeah. And their ears droop. The and little miniature zebus have those humps too. They? That So those are animal, like a Brahma is made for very hot temperatures. So a lot of times oh. will they will crossbreed them with an Angus or something to for... have the marbling of an Angus, but with a high temperature resistance. Yeah. And that's so that no, that's a whole nother topic. But then, um, yeah, lots of different crossbreeding to get qualities from each one. Yeah, desirable traits, absolutely. Yeah. And then the really big popular, the longhorns. The longhorns, yeah. Those are another beef cattle. We have some locally, but you'll see a lot of the, the Texas longhorns. How big do they get? Do you know? Uh, the ones that are local here, he's got them. Um, they're about just shy of 55 inches. So there, that That's would be nuts. almost just shy of six feet across. They're huge. That's crazy. They're absolutely huge. And then, like, the ones that have been sweeping the internet that have stolen my heart personally are those tiny little miniature, I don't even, I totally forgot what they are. Highlander. They are, they're Highlanders. The Highlanders. Oh, I love the, them so Okay, much. When, we, when we talk about those, all I can think of is Ferdinand, the movie. You know Ferdinand? Yes. And the the dude, and he, Ferdinand <laughs> licks his bangs. <laughs> yes. A lot of people call them Chewbacca cows, too. Cause really? They, you know, because they're fuzzy, I yeah, guess. I'm sure. Or teddy bear. I've heard all different things, but they were the cutest things I've ever seen. And you can get them miniaturized. When I was looking up what the name of these cows were in the next search bar, it said, can you keep cows in your house? Oh. <laughs> And I don't know if that's like some city folk name, you know, because I don't know if you've ever had any livestock <laughs> pooping in your house, but that's definitely something that I don't think you really want to have. You better have hardwood happen. floors. Yeah. Uh, lots of Clorox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep those, keep them outside. But then you've got your dairy cow breeds. I like those. I like dairy cows. The most common, obviously, is the Holstein. But then uh, a lot of dairy cows... I know a handful of Jersey dairies up in Wisconsin. You know, I'm originally from Wisconsin. Are you? Did you know that? I did not know that. Born in Madison, actually. Hey. <laughs> Have a lot of family up there. Yeah. They're a bunch of cheeseheads. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know. There's a... So, 
brown is it jerseys um, oh they, they're very tr- like common on homesteads yeah right? mm-hmm. yeah that's very common for like if you were to just have a couple milking cows on sure. your multi-species homestead they usually have a brown swiss or a jersey because holsteins are just big um and you cannot have as many holsteins as you could jerseys on a dairy farm because of their size you have to have different size equipment you have to have all like you have to yeah you know it you have to either be one kind of or the other but there are you can cross just like you can cross like there are lots you of can different, cross anything absolutely yeah but it's just and also if you have we could talk about this later in the dairy industry you don't normally have any any males on your premises you usually artificially oh. inseminate all of your dairy cattle. Because you want it to be on a time schedule? You want it to be on just... a time schedule. And you also have to think through the fact that if your Holstein is ranging around 2,000 pounds. That's just an extra body to you've feed. You've got a 2,500-pound male that is trying to mount a, yeah. a cow that could ultimately hurt her. And then you're out a dairy cow. Well, and also, how long safe. is the gestation for cattle? It's about the same as humans. Um, yeah. Usually it's like 280 or some days. So you're saying to keep a huge male that just right. eats yeah. most of the year, that mm-hmm. he'd only be useful. And you can't, you also have to remember that you can't crossbreed any, or like you can't like know, what's the word? The can't date your cousin situation. You can't like interlock families yeah type of thing yeah, yeah. I, so you have you need to be getting different good, genetics good. from different lines yeah oh yeah <laughs> your cousin cows <laughs> <laughs> you um, can't keep it in the family yeah exactly yeah um, yeah i mean i we uh we get raw milk from a few local farms around here and i recently got into making cheese with the whole pandemic Thing and it's not as hard as everybody makes it sound. Or maybe I've just been lucky at this point. Do you know there used to be a big dairy in Elmwood close to us that closed? Really? Mm-hmm. Just within the last probably 10 years. That's crazy. There's just, I feel like it's with the way that everything is expanding people-wise, it's kind of hard for everybody to find more like farmland or they don't give it up you know what i mean yeah i i think um you're since you're moving to more commercial well this could be a topic for dairy week but (laughs) everything's moving to more uh, commercialized dairies because you have to you know you can't hand you can't hand milk anymore for commercial use there is no, no you just can't keep up with it exactly you're you're and you're milking your cows twice a day like so i mean at six at morning and ten at night or yeah however you plan it out but the people that we get ours from in in outside of dunlap they say that they just milk once a day in the first time in the morning mm-hmm. and then they let their babies with them the whole day oh okay so but that's, that's, again, not really commercial right. setting. That's not producing for cities and schools and everything else like that. I think that's just literally surprising, like supplying me. Hi. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I get one gallon. Often, I mean, in commercial dairies, uh, this is a controversial topic. But, of course. Um, 
those calves are taken off their mom within like the first five hours you and know, raised. They're bottle raised. I babies. think it just, it really just kind of goes back to the whole thing. And we've said this almost every single episode. Know your farm, know where your stuff comes from and support the ones you do and don't yep. support your factory farming if you don't like it. Yep. You know, it just. Absolutely. And I mean, you've got, we've got, we've had situations on, even on the beef side of things where mom had twins and she didn't take Absolutely. one and we have to bottle feed another. Yeah. And, Those are very different situations. And then you so. also have show cows, which oh, is a yeah. whole other thing. <laughs> I forget that like 4-H is just so much more than just like tiny little animals like bunnies and chickens. It's oh, like, yeah. I saw somebody like giving a cow a haircut to yeah i was surprised that they actually like stood still oh you have to halter break them from a very early age this is nuts you're bathing your cows like every other day if not every day and some people are like oh no these are my show cows they don't go in the blah 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 because you don't want them to get dirty nope (laughs) oh yeah weird to me you put hairspray and hair color on your cows if they have like a light if they have a light spot, you put black hair dye hairspray on. Is that them. cheating? Not, uh, no. <laughs> I don't four H. I don't know. I think it's just part of the the show. It's just world. the show. Yeah. Quality. I mean, I'm sure if you did, I'm sure there's an acceptable range. Yeah. But I'll have to figure out too. Good, good topic of conversation is like the price of cattle per, like a price per pound right now. I'll have to figure that out. Or what an average is. Because um, we're still buying cows like crazy. Because we need them for the beef supply that we have here at our store. Yeah, and you guys actually do supply a lot of beef too, Yeah, but right? we're kind of, we're cut short on all of our butcher dates, so. Yeah. That's a ongoing problem in we the We literally countries. don't have anything until January right now. And it's not like you can just string up your cow and do it yourself because mm. it's got to, you told me this, it has to age for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And there's a lot of quality like cuts and like you can't just, anybody can do it. Yeah, I gotta know your stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, people go to school for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was a butcher school. <laughs> I guess there's a school for it. It's a certification program. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That's awesome. Yeah, so I feel like we could really talk about this forever, but um, let's get to literally the juicy parts. What's your your favorite beef cut slash food, I guess? Okay. Well, if you're talking steaks, my favorite cut, and this is not very common, but that's okay. Is our our beef um, sirloin? I love our sirloin yeah. steaks, but I prefer all of my steak mid rare. When you say mid rare, you mean like like still very pink. Yes. Okay, so I like sirloins or ribeyes because they're just a little more like fattier to them. Yeah. Oh, and they're so nice. But I would have to say I'm more of like a rare, medium, rare. Yeah. And I think that's how you're s- supposed to enjoy it. I mean, obviously, it's to pe- people's preferences. <laughs> but speaking of preferences, real quick, I just want to share this quick story with you. Um, when Jake and I first got together, mm-hmm. um, I had always grown up with like extra well-done steak. 
because for whatever reason, maybe I was a picky eater. Yeah. My parents were probably like, of course you were. You know, but it was always super well done. <laughs> um, so when my dad came back to stay with us after moving away and he came to visit, we had steaks that I cooked, you know, because I'm a big adult now and I can cook steaks. And Jake introduced me to the wonderful world of rare, medium rare, like flavor, texture, seasonings, all these things. And so I remember going out on my grill and like having these and like cutting it open. And I was like, oh yeah, this is still pink and great. And I took it off to put it on a plate and I went inside to go get another one. And my dad looked at that and said, no way. And put it back on the grill and like cranked up the heat because he's like, there's no way you like it like that. <laughs> and it was just like, I'll leave yours on for an extra 25 minutes. Take mine off. Hurry. Yeah. So I think it is super funny just to see how preferences change so much. Oh, sure. Over the things. But um, so that's that's my beef story. What kind of cheese do you enjoy the most? I I like some. If there is such a bad cheese. If I had to choose, it would always be like a sh- extra sharp cheddar. Ooh, okay. Or um, I like soft white cheeses. Soft white, like mozzarella soft? Like or Gouda, oh, like, yeah. uh, I like, um, what's the, Havarti. Ah, okay. I made a Havarti the other day and I just cracked it open to try it. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it is soft, but it's got a very strong flavor. Yeah. Like pungity. <laughs> my favorite is. I don't is know if I made it right. Dill Havarti. Actually, I made Dill Havarti. You I will did. literally bring you a package, okay. and if you don't like it, that's quite all right. Um, I will not be offended. It's all a learning process. The perfect grilled cheese is with Dill Havarti. Dill Havarti, Munster, and either a Colby Jack or like I, a white cheese. I love Colby. Colby is one of those all around great cheeses. Yeah. I, you know, the actually what's the fun part about this is in cheese. The yellow part of yeah. cheese is just a coloring. Really? Yeah, there's... Nothing. <laughs> Sorry, cheese people. Um, <laughs> there's not. I mean, because, like, I made a white Colby, and it's exactly the same, just because I didn't have the coloring for it. Okay, so what about those marble Colbys? It's the same thing. You just marble... You just color some of it, and you don't color the other part, and you marble it together. <laughs> I know, I really kind of... I feel like I ruined that for you a little bit. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I don't want to go off. Why would you have a yellow cheese then? Desirable? I don't know because different thing. Like all of my cheese is white because I don't have the coloring just because it, I don't, huh. it doesn't. It might add more flavor to it, but I really think it's just coloring. Like I, I said, I'm like month four into cheese making. <laughs> so it's not like I'm any expert and anybody who's like a master cheese person is probably like, she doesn't even know what the hell, what she's missing on. You know? Yeah. I have no idea. But I've done Gouda. I've done like a farmhouse cheddar. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of mozzarella. I had a six-year cheddar once. That was almost, that's probably where my strength stops. <laughs> that was there's, intense. There's one cheese and you can get it in the store and it's a Merlot cheese. Yeah. And so like the outside of it is purple mm-hmm. and the inside is like a white, but it's like a mix between a cheddar and a Parmesan. So I asked in my cheese group, like, hey, man, this is on the bucket list. This is the top of the top. What are we going to do? And I actually had a head cheese master from Wisconsin message me, convert 
that recipe down to like my standard because he says, what's your yield? And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I like make two gallons. And he's like, oh, I'm used to making 10,000, you know, 100,000 gallons. Yes. And my mind just exploded. But so, yeah, I got it down to scale. So I still have yet to do it. There's a lot of different products involved Yeah. to make it perfect. But that's on my bucket list. How about you bring the cheese and I'll bring the beef and we'll and we should just have a charcuterie board. Is that charcuterie? You... <laughs> <laughs> that was real intense there. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, that's a hard word to say. <laughs> oh, Mia. Well, on that note, <laughs> that's all the time we have for today, I guess. Join us next week when we uh, debunk some popular myths and uh, common common things. And while well, Lindsay just laughs at me some I'll more. Bring, I'll bring the charcuterie board. I'll bring the cheese. <laughs> See you next week. If you like what you heard today, you can find us at We Chose the Farm on Facebook and Instagram. And to find Hinkle Homestead directly, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Google at Hinkle Homestead. Want to visit the Weiniger Farms? You can find us mainly on Instagram at the Weiniger Farms. Or jump over to our website at WeinigerFarms.com. See you later!